Welcome back to the Highly Debatable Podcast. You are tuned in with your boy, Jared Monick. I'm in the building today with Lamar Gibson. Yes, sir. Linwood Holloway. Last but not least, Xavier Bridges. Yo, yo. We have uh, several topics to get to tonight covering three of the the three main major sports here in America, basketball, football, and baseball. To start the show off tonight, we are going to talk about the Seattle Seahawks and John Snyder, their GM, Pete Carroll, their head coach, and the team that they have assembled since they have been there since 2010. Um, First, I just want to talk about uh, John Snyder, the general manager, do y'all think that he gets enough credit for the team that he's put together? Um, looking at guys like the Legion of Boom, uh, Bobby Wagner, Russell Wilson, those kind of guys, and the Super Bowl run that he's been on. Do you think that he gets enough credit through the media for the job that he's done? Uh, Lamar, I'm going to go ahead and let you start this off. Well, I really feel like uh, he doesn't give as much love as needed, but he's – He's doing everything behind closed doors. I feel like he really doesn't care about that. He's just trying to get the franchise up and running and pushing a nice product out there so everybody can see them do their thing. But also, he did a very, very good job with a Legion of Boom. Drafting Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, um, Brandon Browner. Is that it? I'm um, not for sure. I know who you're talking about that other corner, and, but I can't remember his name. Yeah. And Byron Maxwell, that was that defense was solid. Man, they they yeah they put together, and then Bobby Wagner came in. I think in 2011, if I'm correct, right there with those guys. Um, yeah, for sure, that defense was was top tier before they broke up. Uh, buddy, go ahead, chime I, in. I, I definitely think um, I agree with uh, Lamar on this on this topic, just because. I don't hear a lot about the Seahawks and it's not because they're not winning. It's not because they're not successful. It's because they stick to what they know is best and they just play winning football and they bring in guys who are going to, who are going to buy into that culture that they have there. Um, you don't hear, you don't hear off the wall things about their players. You don't hear off the wall things about Pete Carroll and the way they do business. Um, I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan of their whole, their whole setup there. And um, I wish that – I always bring my boys up, but I wish that we could um, not only have a culture like that with my Colts, but also a winning culture like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then what? Man, I think he has done an amazing job. I do not think he gets enough credit. And I do think he was robbed of a Super Bowl. Gosh. You got, you got money man. Gosh. You, got, you have to man. the ball. Yeah. You got to, it's, it's no way you don't give Marshawn Lynch the ball right there. Yeah. So I really think, and, and that had nothing at all to do with the GM, but man, he, he was definitely robbed of mm. the Super Bowl. For sure. I agree. I agree for sure. Shout out to the Patriots. Gosh. <laughs> he on the other yeah, side get, of it. Like, he know it. Go Brady. Exactly. Yeah. I was a goat Brady. Oh, Lord. We ain't talking about him today. But staying along those same lines, let's talk a little bit about Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll is not a coach that you hear in the media a lot. You don't hear ESPN or, or Fox Sports really talk too much about him. But is he an underrated coach coming just, just all together from the college ranks through the NFL? Um, what is it, eight playoff appearances, uh, 2010, 2012, 13, 14, 
um, all the way through 19, four divisional championships, two Super Bowl appearances, national championship at USC. Um, you know, he lost the championship against Texas in, uh, oh, what was it, 05? Probably one of the yeah. greatest games he ever. Some, he done lost yeah. some games and it, it, that hurt. Yes. Um, you know, and then – in in the NFC West, and in, in arguably one of the toughest divisions, uh, five of the last eight Super Bowls included a team from the NFC West. Um, is Pete Carroll uh, an underrated coach? Uh, then we'll go ahead and chime in on that. I think so, uh, especially from his college days. Man, he did an amazing job. And what people don't really really realize is it's so hard to make that jump mm. from college to the pros. And, I mean, you've seen people do it in the NBA, people do it in the NFL. But, man, it's just so hard. Not that many are successful in doing it. You have to have a, a different mindset for both going in. And I really feel like he is one of the better ones that has done it and has been successful at both levels. I agree completely. Uh, buddy. I, I have a huge amount of respect for um, coaches at that level um, that are able to, like LeWin said, to go from college and go to NFL, I think what he has done in the NFL um, definitely, definitely is more impressive to myself, is more impressive than what he did in college. Because it's obvious that a guy can coach at the college level when he knows the game, but it's a whole nother spectrum when it comes into coaching in the, in the NFL where you are coaching guys who are not only not only the best in the world, but also the best in the world are not are, are not easy to coach. Um, talented guys are not easy I agree. to coach. And um, absolutely, I'm a firm believer in my coaching stats that I I won't ever coach on a level where I feel like the players are better than I am. And I, I will probably coach basketball or middle school sports for the rest of my life because it is so hard to get across to players that can perform better than you can if you were in that situation. It's so hard to get them to listen to you. And he's perfected that in a very, very professional manner. I agree completely. Yeah. I agree completely. It's, it's definitely yeah. a respect thing. Yeah. Lamar? Well, I really think it's rem remarkable what he's done. Went to USC, then came over to the Seattle and did his thing, improved um, that franchise. But I'm also a little bit a little bit mad about him because he's a little bit stubborn in his ways, a little bit. Because uh, yeah, I well, I'm. Let me stop. I'm a little mad because he did not give Marshawn Lynch that ball in that Super Bowl. I really can't yeah. get over that. That's the reason why Richard Sherman left, Marshawn Lynch left. But other than that, he's a great coach. Great coach. That's a tough. Yeah, I agree. That's a tough play call, and you know, I don't know if it's been confirmed whether he's the one that calls plays or it's his OC. You you would assume in the Super Bowl in that situation that he would have yeah. some influence. But then again, you know, you have coaches that you've trusted all year long to to make the right play calls. So, um, Pete Carroll does love to run the ball. He he yeah. loves to run the ball. That's why I, I was so and surprised. It, and when you've got beast mode, man, it's um, <laughs> it's pretty so pretty crazy. tough not to give him the ball in that situation. Um, but to talk a little bit about that that college to the to the pro transition, um, you know, obviously I want to bring this up. Being a Panther fan, 
I, I kind of want to hear what you guys think. Matt Rule um, went to Temple, turned the program around in three years, put together a winning program. Same thing at Baylor in his third year. He was really competing at a high level. Do you guys think that maybe from what we've seen, and, and it's not been much, not much of a sample size, but do you guys think that maybe – he can be along those Pete Carroll lines and have that sustained success. Uh, I don't know much about the guy, but what I'll say is the amount of success that Pete Carroll has had, the amount of professionalism that he showed in his career, I don't know if I can bank on anyone doing that until I've watched them do it. Just because that's That's, so, it's so unheard of. It's so special to see. Um, and that's not taking anyone, anything away from the guy. Um, but that's just one of those situations where we are all, for lack of better wording, flabbergasted at how professional and how consistent Pete Carroll has been. I don't think that you see that in anyone before you actually see it. I agree. I agree completely. It's He has big yeah. shoes that he, that he leaves for, for others to feel. Lamar? Um, I'm just going to sit back and watch and see how he improves. Every season, right now, I'm yep. not going to put that burden on mm-hmm. him. Yep, burden. He's just going to sit there and watch. Agree, Linwood. You have anything different? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go a different route, guys. I, um, I don't think I think he is a a bridge hire. I I don't know who the GM really wants in there, but I think he was a rush hire. I don't. I think with them tanking, he's not going to be in a position mm. to be successful. So I don't really think he's going to be successful at all in the okay. NFL. Man, that that that'd be tough <laughs> on me for sure. That's uh, going to be a tough few years if if that's the case. Uh, I'm I, like I said in previous podcasts. I'm kind of kind of still doing like Lamar, just just waiting to see, you know, see what the guy's got. He he says the right things. He appears to be doing the right things. Understands that relationships matter. Um, obviously, he's had success at numerous programs collegiately. Whether you can make that jump to professional level is, is yet to be seen. Um, switching gears here, going to the NBA. The Houston Rockets, for the past couple of years now, just seem to never be able to get over that hump and, and really compete for the NBA Finals. What piece, or pieces, plural, um, do you think it would take for the Rockets to be a legit, legitimate title threat um, in the NBA Finals? Lynn, what? Man, this is gonna sound crazy, and but I'm gonna just go ahead and say it, man. I really think the Rockets need to go in a different direction with coaching. Yeah, and Tony's yep. got to go. I agree. That Tony's got to go, and I mean, you can you can say, oh well, man, he'll be a good fit there. He'll be a good fit there. It's just. It starts with the coach, and I just do not feel like he is the right coach nope. for that roster. Now, if we're, if we're saying players, heck, the only player that I could say would be like a, a somebody that doesn't need the ball to score it. Because, I mean, James Harden needs the ball. Westbrook has to have the ball. Absolutely. So, I mean, you, you would have to get a guy. You would have to bring a guy in. That could score like a like a Bosch or Kevin Love, somebody like that. You would have to bring somebody like that in because 
those two have to have the ball. I mean, it's not enough. You only play one ball in the NBA. Yeah, for sure. So, for sure. So, some, so your initial response is it's more of addition by subtraction by getting rid of uh, D'Antoni. Do you do you have a coach in mind that you think could step in and really help propel the Rockets? Well, my the coach that I'm going to say for any team right now is hands down Mark yes, Jackson. Yes, sir. I don't understand why I don't understand why Mark Jackson does not have a job. Yes. Mark Jackson is an amazing coach. I agree. So I don't understand why in the world he does not have a job right now. I agree. Lamar, go ahead and comment on uh, the Rockets situation. Well, I'm going to agree with Linwood. I feel like they need to get rid of D'Antoni because, really, he's just an offensive mind, mm-hmm. and he's really not focused on the defense at all. And defense wins at, championships. At all. I mean, they're basically out there. I mean, this who can score the most. And yeah. then if we need to get a stop, hopefully we can get it. It don't work like that. It does not work like that at all. And now – Yes, you have James Harden. Yes, you have Russell. And you have Eric Gordy. I feel like Dan Tony needs to go. Um, needs to go. And they need a solid stretch team. Because the, you know, I don't think they, they would do anything in the playoffs at all. So, do you have a particular player in mind? If not, not really, that's fine. Not I'm just really. curious if you if you have not really. Okay, buddy. I think that um, for them to win on uh, on that kind of level, I think I think what they have right now it's impossible to do so. Mainly because we all know what the emphasis is for James Harden. Score the basketball. Correct. The Correct. emphasis for the head coach, score the basketball. You can't have that yep. and win in the league. You can't have that and win big time in the league. Um, but my, my other thing is that my other thing is that they have got to get a rim protector. And preferably a rim protector who can score it a little bit, who you can throw it to in the post and score it a little bit. Um, there are guys that come to mind, but I don't have a specific guy that needs to go there and do that job, but my, I mean, maybe like a, like maybe like a Lopez, like a, one of the Lopez's or, a, or a Dwight Howard gets tired of playing with LeBron and he goes there. Like anybody that can protect the rim day in, day out. And then, Oh, every once in a while, throw it into him, get a bucket. You can't, you just can't win at that level playing small and not focusing on defense. I don't understand why they even think that they're expected that they're going to hurt people when it comes to winning, because not only are you small, but then also you don't have a focus for defense. Um, so I, 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 I really think that those guys are, I, I don't think they're interested in winning on that level. I don't, I know they say it and I know it's their job to do so, but I don't think they're interested on that level. I agree. I agree. I, I, I and to to piggyback on what LG said, I mean, it's it's yep. a lot of talent on that roster. But I mean, just think back yes, to the Phoenix Suns yes. roster. He had a phenomenal had, squad. You man, know he my had, boy he Steve. He had Steve Nash. He had Joe Johnson. 
Yeah, Sean Murray, and he had a morning. And he had a match. match. Oh my god! Yep. So it's like if it, 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 it oh man, yep. Barbosa. So it's like if if you couldn't win with them, this Houston Rockets team is not as talented nope. as that. Team. I agree. They they were loaded so in Phoenix. That. It just doesn't – that recipe just doesn't work, man. Yep. You've got to play some kind of defense. So, let me ask you all this. This is just a name I'm throwing out there. Do you think a guy like Hassan Whiteside would be a mm. good fit potentially to, to protect the rim, somebody that don't need the ball but can give you a, a double-double any given night? Do you think maybe somebody like him Negative. would be able to contribute? Because you know why they got rid of Capella? Because he clogged the paint. And they don't want mm. that because True. Westbrook want yeah. to go to the cup. So, so it's really a stretch big or nothing type of thing with the ball yes. handlers that they've got. So let me ask y'all this. Okay. What about a – I know they're probably not going to give this guy up, but what about a Montrez Harrell? Is he still too small for that role? Uh, he, he, he clogs mm. it up. He'll, he'll clog it up. So, so you really need a, a 3 and D yeah. kind of guy basically. A yeah. big that, that can play but, three and D. I don't. I don't. I don't even have yeah. anybody in mind that that would be able to. Hey, I, I got. I got one for y'all. I got a perfect one for y'all. Don't don't you don't you dare do Porzingis. that. Don't you dare do that. We don't. We don't bother Porzingis. nobody. I knew you was about to say that. We down in Texas, not Porzingis. bothering nobody. I mean, just just think about it. He fits. He plays yeah. defense. He's. A I mean that, that's. He just across the street. No, guys, it's not happening. Then he runs the floor. He's just yeah, no. He's gonna have to change change zip codes. Move on down to, to Houston. That. He need to quit that. And y'all yeah. need to stop saying it out loud for somebody to hear it. <laughs> Speaking of the NBA, the NBA is exploring the idea of holding the entire postseason in Las Vegas. Teams stay there. The the players stay there. Uh, away from their families, basically you're you're quarantined, but you're playing the playoffs. Just thoughts about how that could potentially work, maybe advantages or disadvantages for certain teams or certain players. Uh, just, just I guess your thoughts in general about that. Well, I'm just happy for them thinking about bringing basketball back because right now it's it's, it's really <laughs> sure. sad out here. I mean, for God's sakes, bowling's on ESPN. <laughs> and it ain't even live, man. It's, it's old bowl. But everybody's going to have a disadvantage, so it really doesn't matter. It's just guys ready to play ball. They're ready to play. They don't know. They don't care where it's at right now. It sucks for them not to have any fans because the fans bring the enjoyment out of the game. But you got to do what you got to do. You missed that game. Just bring it back for us, please, please. And thank you. I agree. I'm, I'm in agreement. But I, I think the same thing. I, I, I have, I have gotten deeper into NBA than I ever have been, and then it goes away from me. So uh, I really think that I, my selfish thought is I don't care how you do it, just bring it back so we can watch it, and I can see how LeBron. Um, responds to uh, all this, uh, all this, uh, all this critique, all these uh, criticisms about his ability to his ability to compete and play at a high level, game in, game out. I, I want to see it, and I'm excited to see it. Um, any way that it happens, 
I, I'll take it. I don't care if it's if I got to open up the Boys and Girls Club for them to play. Uh, I want them to play. <laughs> Get basketball back on yes. by any means yes. necessary. Lynn Woods. Man, I just I just don't think it'll be the same, y'all. Like, I mean, the exactly. is like, yeah, let's do it. But, man, it just – I just don't – for them, it won't be the same. For us, it won't be the same. And I don't need anybody coming <laughs> up with, oh, well, this was an Astros year or or none of that, man. It's, if we if you're going to do it, do it right. See, see, that, and that's where I was at a couple podcasts ago was, you know, say they do play the – this postseason in Vegas, no fans. Um, everybody's in Vegas together, no home court advantage. You know, somebody's going to say whoever wins, oh, you know, we had such a long asterisk. layoff. Mm. And, you know, yeah, asterisk bite. There's there's no fans. There's no true home court advantage, blah, blah, blah. You know, is, is this truly going to be a season where we look at it as uh, maybe this championship isn't as credible? Or are we just gonna go ahead and roll with it? Like, nah, man. Whoever wins it, you know, hats off to them. They did it. They everybody had to do the same thing. You know, they're they're the true champion. Somebody, I'm really old school in, on in that, that aspect um, because I think we always. I mean, we we're playing basketball. Everybody makes that excuse as to, oh, I lost because the ball was flat. Oh, I, at the end of the day, everybody's playing in the same situations. Everybody's playing in that same in that same scenario. Um, so I think if they suit up and they play in Vegas, the full playoffs, whoever wins it deserves it because they went out there and they scored more points than the other team and they stopped the other team enough to win ball games. So um, obviously, like I said, I'm, whole, I'm, I'm, I'm old school and uh, in that in that aspect because um, I don't like the complaints, but uh, that's me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yep. everybody has a fair chance to win it. I agree. I agree. I agree. The same the same. Everybody in the same boat on that. Uh, still staying on the lines of no fans, everybody being in the same place. The MLB is considering a return to baseball in May, playing in uh, Arizona. Everybody, again, is the same situation away from their families, being quarantined, basically. You, you Go to your hotel room. You come play baseball. Um, you know, just talk a little bit about maybe how how that looks. Is is a baseball game any different than basketball with no fans? Uh, is there any excitement? I guess it, is it something you're looking forward to? Maybe just to have a sport on TV that's new. Uh, Lamar, go ahead and start this one. Well, off. I really feel it wouldn't affect them at all. Some games, it's it's like naked out there. <laughs> so basically, you just playing to win. Yeah, you know your goal. Let's get this up and go home. So I, I really, I really think Agreed. it wouldn't affect them as much as the NBA. That's all. That's all I had to say. Yeah. Yeah. Then what? I agree, man. I just, I, I feel like with baseball, man, since it's outside, the players are away from each other. You don't have to have fans. I mean, although they they love fans being there, but with ba- I think baseball is one of the only sports where you yep. can get away with not having fans. Okay. I, but, my first thought is the umpires. I think they love it because then they don't have anybody questioning their 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 counts. Um, <laughs> other than the other than absolutely. the eighteen players out there competing, uh, but 
I think I I think I, I'm I'm gonna be selfish with this as well, guys. I just want to see it. I, I can't I can't imagine not having baseball mainly because I want to go to the Smokies games. Um, so the sooner the sooner they get back to playing, the sooner they can have fans back. Um, so um, I just want that process to start. I want I want all that to start. I want uh, sports have almost always been the mainstay when everything is going wrong in the country. When no matter what's going on in the country. You had guys, you had, you had men leaving for war. And then if you all remember that movie, uh, a league of her own, a league of uh, a league of her own, which is where the, the females They're came old. together and they played yeah. like bait sports are the mainstay in the, in America. Sports are the mainstay in the world. So I'd really like for sports yeah. to really fight it out and try to get through this stuff and, and just accept that it's going to be different, but they're playing. Yeah, I agree. It, it's yeah. it's definitely going to be a, a weird yeah. look. I remember the riots, I, I believe it was, the riots in Baltimore when the Orioles yeah. had to play uh, that home game with no fans. And they were saying how, how weird it was. You can hear all the signals being called. You know, the, the skippers didn't have to call to the bullpen. They'd just holler <laughs> out and they'd know who to get up and start warming up. So, you know, that would definitely be kind of weird to see. But I do like the ideas that they're running by of potentially micing up a player uh, in game interviews, almost like an all star yep. atmosphere, just, you know, minus the fans. Yeah. Um, but I think at this point, sports fans all over the world are just kind of eager to, like, look, just give us something, some live sports, something we haven't seen before. Uh, to kind of just distract us from from uh, just the madness that's going on around us in the world right now. Yeah, and I'm, I agree, man. But and, and I would I would love for them to do it, and they do it, yep. and they be safe also. Because I mean, they people just like us, man. They got families just like us. Yeah. So I mean, I don't want to put the players in risk by selfishly wanting sports back. Yeah, but I mean. Because I mean, they players like that. They're people like us. So, but we would love to have sports yep. back. Any sports? I agree. Have. I agree. Um, still, kind of piggybacking off of what we was just talking about. Uh, there's a potential of more uh, double headers, several double headers on on a regular basis to try to squeeze in as many of the 162 as they can. Um, does how, how much does that factor in in your opinion, buddy? Um, just kind of the wear and tear maybe of the double headers or um, just maybe the kind of runs that we see teams get on, especially towards the end of a, end of the season, more towards October. Um, how does that impact the world series run for, for teams that you can see? Buddy? I think um, for the teams that depend greatly on one or two specific pitchers to run the show, um, I think it's going to, I think it's going to be detrimental to them um, because that sent that sent that turns into um, that turns into that turns into them ha- not having as much time to recover. So if they're doing a double header on a double header on Monday, double header on Tuesday, um, where normally they'd be ready by Thursday, there's no chance of it. So exactly, um, I, I I I don't like that thought, but um, but I mean it, it forces it forces it forces guys to compete, and uh, we always talk about how how big it is for, for the role players to step up. This is the opportunity. Bullpens, you got to come ready to play. You got to come ready to compete and, and come in in the third inning and, and pitch the rest. So um, big focus is going to be, I think, definitely on pitching just because there's less rest time. Um, the the uh, bullpens are going to be expected to compete at a higher level. 
And, I mean, guys are going to get hits, uh, but how many people can get stops? Yeah, I agree. And and that was my initial was uh, just, just yeah. the bullpens. You know, guy, relievers are going to get called upon so much more than they're used to, which kind of, in my mind, you know, brings up the fact, okay, you know, maybe they're going to have more wear and tear on their body. Um, maybe they risk more injury from having to pitch more than they're used to. Um, how does how does the starting rotation go? Um, you know, is a pitcher going to be asked to pitch every you know two days or every yep. three days instead of every five like he's used to? So um, you know, it, it's kind of a, a tricky situation. Linwood, have any different ideas about that? Well, I mean, I, I think right now is definitely a time for coaches to start um, strategizing that, man. Because, I mean, if it's if it's an option, then that's what they're going to have to do. I mean, baseball players, man, they get paid. Love them. Yeah. So, I mean, the bullpen, it's time for the, you guys to start stepping up. I mean, if you have to play more, heck, it's, yep. it's, it's a chance for you to get seen more. Another thing with baseball, you got you got single A, you got double A, you got triple A. Make, put all that to use. You you go ahead yeah. and put all. They, they to did use. say there would there would be a potential of expanded rosters, um, so that could definitely factor in. You have more pitchers coming up from the minors to kind of have more relief in the bullpen. Uh, Lamar, you have anything? No, not really. I just agree with so everyone else. It's going to be a lot of wear and tear on people's bodies. Also, when somebody numbers um, been called, they got to be ready. Again, like Linwood said, you'll get paid monthly. So we expect you to be mm-hmm. ready. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I just it, it's it's gonna be interesting to watch because a lot of teams will kind of start slow. Uh almost like the Nationals. You know, they won the World Series last year. They started off incredibly yep. slow. And as the season went on, they they kind of revved up the engines in the chase for October. And, you know, the rest is history. They won the World Series. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see the impact that 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 has on Major League Baseball. Um, So we're going to transition into a game session. We're going to play Start, Bench, Cut. Uh, This is the first time we've played this on the Highly Debatable podcast. Uh, We've got some some interesting people here to to see how y'all respond to. Um, Buddy, I'm going to start you off with this. Start, Bench, Cut. Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens. I'm going to start backwards. I'm going to cut Terrell Owens. I've never been a huge fan. Mm. <laughs> um, Just oh, cut him. I'm even going to – I make cannot it. bench Randy Moss. So, I'm playing backwards planning here. Uh, so, Jerry Rice has got to be benched. Um, and Randy Moss, he's got to start. He's got to start. Okay. Randy at the starting. Starting wide receiver. Lamar. Uh, I'm going to go with uh... – Jerry starting, Randy on the bench, T.O., I'm sorry. Mm. No disrespect. <laughs> you, you're a cut, buddy. <laughs> T.O.'s got you to cut, go. buddy. <laughs> Lamar, uh, I mean, uh, Linwood, you going to keep T.O., you cutting him too, man. Man, as much as it hurts me, man, I got I to gotta <laughs> cut T.O., man. T.O., you got to go. All right. Man, it's just it's – just, and rice. Oh my gosh, it's just a it's a hard conversation for anybody to have. To cut, popcorn. To's cut. All right. So so who's starting? Who's on the bench? 
Mm. Oh, I gotta start moss. It's, it's, ah. When you got a whole, when you got a whole catch Mouse Mouse and bonus. Yeah. See that? That's ah man. I think I agree. I think I agree. I gotta. I gotta start Randy, bench Jerry, and and cut T.O. All right. Um, I got a feeling. I know where Lamar's headed oh, on this no. one. Um, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, and LeBron oh. James start bench cut. Go ahead. Oh man, Linwood. I already know yours. This is unfair. I know y'all. yours. Yeah, that, yeah, I know yours, but yeah, I know yours, and I got a, I but. got a valid reason. Well, <laughs> let's hear yours, LG. Me being biased, I'm going to say Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron is going to be cut. But it, my, hold on, hold so you're on. starting but Jordan, benching Kobe. Really? Oh, I'm like okay. I'm going to start Jordan. I'm probably going to bench LeBron because – and I'm going to cut Kobe. But only reason I'm going to – only reason I'm going to cut Kobe is because Jordan and Kobe is exactly the same. So, Boy, uh, you lucky Queener ain't in this. He would shut the podcast <laughs> down. Oh, man. Oh, my I mean, gosh, you shut the podcast That's the only down. reason why, but, uh, but me – Myself, he's a Lakers fan, I'm, y'all. I'm a, Ooh, but first he I is. did say I want Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron on the um. It's cut. Oh man! So so now you you, you switching it up. So you're starting Jordan, benching Brian, <laughs> and you know cutting what? Kobe. I, I'm I'm not even in this anymore. Just leave me alone right now. Back to um, <laughs> Linwood, you. That oh, hurt man. my heart right now. You go, you go. He uh, left. You gonna, he you left. Walk out, LG. Man, I'm, I'm here. You I'm gonna, just listening. Walk out, man. Go ahead, Linwood. Let's hear your stock bench cut. LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. Hey man, I'm gonna go against the grain here, man. I, I, I'm a, a basketball head, but. I'm gonna start LeBron. Start LeBron, okay. Arguably the greatest passer of all time. Yeah, I mean he is a pass first guy, but he top ten on the scoring list. <laughs> I ain't gonna get started on that, man. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start LeBron. I'm, I'm gonna cut Dang. Kobe. Gosh, it hurts. And I'm, and I'm gonna bench Jordan. Listen, man, it's it's it hurts to say, man, but everything Kobe Thank did. You. He got from Jordan. Thank you. I don't, I don't need to. See, Lynn Wood. <laughs> you know what? Buddy, back to you. I'm, guys, <laughs> I, I like your mindset here. I love your mindset, but I'm going to go the complete flipped route in saying that, yeah, Kobe did what Michael Jordan did, but he did it more recently. And I think that he did it with better competition. So I'm gonna start Kobe. Mainly because mainly because I was able to I was able to watch Kobe do it in real time. I'm too young, I'm too young to have watched my For sure. I I watched him put the Wizards, but I'm too young to say that I watched sat and watched games of Michael Jordan. I love his highlights. I used to watch him before my middle school games at Carter. I used to. 
But Kobe, I'm starting Kobe. And, and the tough part about this, you gotta take out the you gotta take out the tragedy. You gotta you can't you can't think of the tragedy with this question. You can't because it's unfair. Sure. But sure. Kobe, I got Kobe starting. I'm benching LeBron and I'm cutting MJ. I'm cutting the goat. Cutting the goat. I'm cutting cutting the great. You know, I think um, someone please, please, please test Buddy Sprite. I think it's flat. Cut, cut. No, no. Oh, you know what? You know what I didn't do. Oh, he he doesn't drink some Sprite past his expiration I didn't explain date. my yeah. reasoning for it being LeBron and not Michael Jordan. And that is because Go ahead, let's hear it. LeBron what is is one of my favorites to watch in aspect of dominating every asset of the game. And he does not have the pull-up jump shot that I like in a basketball player, but he can dominate at any given time. And not 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 in the same aspect that not in the same aspect that Kobe and, and Michael Jordan do it from the mid-range, post-up. No, it's bully ball, and I love that about LeBron. So, therefore, I'm benching LeBron, and, and LeBron just waiting on Kobe to mess up, and he's going to hop in there. Okay. Shred, you got to let me Come on. Yeah, yeah. But Come on. Love, I can't believe you. That one thing you you got to remember, Kobe what? wasn't always when? the best player on when? his team. Whoa, whoa, ho, ho! What in ahead, the uh, limo, what in the Miller life? Let, let me let, let oh, I'm sick. Let me go and repeat myself. I'm gonna Where say my again spray? for the people for, <laughs> for the people in the back. <laughs> Kobe was not. Always the best player on his. So you, you, you talking about he's got to be talking. You talking about, about he was in third That's grade the only person. with with high schoolers. Oh no! I'm talking about with Diesel. That's that's arguable. That's that's, that's exactly oh, what this no. podcast is. It's highly. you got to see how Shaq killed in them finals. Who got them final oh. MVPs? Man, he was six. He was seven foot. He got the final MVP. Seven hundred. Seven hundred pounds. Seven foot. Seven hundred pounds. He better dunk it. He was the most. He was the most dominant player in basketball. Therefore, Kobe was the second best player on his team. I cannot say the same about Jordan. I cannot. Let me ask you this, Linwood. Let me ask you this. Does titles matter? Just, just simple question. Does titles matter? Okay, yeah. So Kobe's got five. Somewhat. And Shaq somewhat. has what? Three? Is it three? Is it four? I thought he had three. Two with the Lakers. One. He got three with, with the Lakers. One? one with Miami. Can't believe he got one with Miami. Yeah. Okay. Three, three, three. Okay. So he's got four. So Kobe yeah. has one up on him. Does Does that matter? Does Does that prove Kobe is a uh, rest better in play peace, Kobe Bryant? I. Absolutely, man. Out of Kobe mouth, Kobe said, Shaq, if he took the game a little bit more serious, would have been the best player ever. I don't think you can say that for a post player. That's tough to imagine, bro. Ever. They scored. I agree, buddy. I I don't don't know. Shaq didn't have a jump point from the free throw line, which he couldn't do well. 
Exactly. He, oh. Shaq struggled from the line. He but didn't have a I'm jump saying. shot. What could? Huh? What could anybody do with Shaq though? Nothing. Buddy, they Shaq was going to dunk it on your head. Still averaging thirty-five for 36 people that points? cannot, for a person that cannot shoot free throws. If he could shoot those, do you think they would do hack a Shaq? No. Do you do hack a Shaq on dirt? No. Not. Half the time when they do a hack <laughs> he Shaq, he going up and he's finishing. I'll take that too, and he might miss that free throw. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like he scores within six feet of the basket. I don't think I ever remember maybe maybe a All Star game where he scored outside of the paint. And and so be it. And I, and I That's love valid, it. I love buddy. it. I agree. He's very he's very demanding. He's very strong. He took over the game from that aspect. But. At what point does he play against one or two guys that are willing to take those fouls? You get three guys, they've got 15 fouls. They'll use all 15 of them. Half With the time, Kobe guys and Michael Jordan and LeBron, you're going to have to guard the three-point line, the mid-range, the layup, the free-throw line, all of that. It, I mean, buddy, he's sealing people under the basket, and they just dropping, and he just uh, dunk. With yes, that's, with that's understanding that someone's giving it to him, still, buddy, he's not creating yeah. that on his own. He's not creating his own bucket. So he wouldn't dominate right in this league right now. No, he, 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 hell he, no. Oh, I don't think in today's league Shaq would dominate. No, without, you said without no? a doubt, no, no. no. Y'all no. are crazy. This no. league, is, is, this league crazy. is it's a run and gun three. He would average twenty five. No, there's that's no the, way that's that the there's problem a, with Joel and B. He can dominate the lead, but he wants to be out there at that three. You can pop up there sometimes, but when you got a little guy on, you got to no. punish him. No. You see what LeBron you... doing now. He's punishing every Shaq little guard. would on. not be that right now. He's too big. He got to guard somewhere at the three-point line. Are you <laughs> Who's he going to guard? Yeah. No, Just buddy, imagine buddy Shaq on these, little, these meal plans have... these guys are on. He's going to share some weight. He's still going to be dominant. Just... But, but let, wait a minute, LG. You, as much as you not, dislike you know what? For not being able to shoot, you know Shaq what? Is the same way. Up. Very two, two different no. people. But a good point, <laughs> though, Trent. Real good point. Stop it. But my, my, neither I'm one even, can I'm shoot the ball. Yes, he can dunk it a lot. But you know what? Also, people are doing nowadays is they are selling out and stopping a specific person. Do y'all remember when they stood behind James Harden? They kept standing behind him, forcing him a certain way. You Whoever that, let I you forgot. Dunk on his game, on, dunk on his head all day. Stupid. That was stupid. Hey, buddy, love it. If, if you ain't got you can send two and a half, got two and a half people, and then you're leaving the shooter open if he's playing now in, in this decade. But the point is. And let's not let's not he forget was. how how smart Shaq was. Just imagine Shaq that man probably really would have a triple double. Bro, he also on, had Kobe. Buddy. I I don't know. I, I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yes, and, he did. He also won and he also won with a young D Wade. So that that Kobe argument. True. Just, but we know. all know that that a young D Wade was elite. D Wade's probably what? Whoa, whoa, best whoa, 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 Third best. I'm whoa. sorry. Third best. Third best. Yeah. Third best. Okay. Third Jordan. Kobe, I gotta stop D-Wade. doing my, AI my like that. My apologies. Man. My apologies. Yeah. He wasn't. Oh uh, yeah. Who AI? Was he a two guard or was he a point guard? 
He was yeah, he, he was, was both, yeah. but he was really probably they more both. He was, but he was more he was two both, guard. But yeah. Okay. You, but who's that you fifth give me spot? Give me D Wade. Okay. Yeah. And shooting guard, fifth fifth best shooting guard. Who's that fifth ooh, spot, Linwood? Come on. It. I ain't. Do, I know what y'all going. Y'all gonna try to set Pull me up. Pull the trigger, Linwood. No, no. He probably talking about Tracy, Tracy McGrady. McGrady. Was a small forward, you know what I mean? Mm, Give me a hit. Who you talking about? Vince? Stop it. Stop it. Stop oh, it. Man, I don't, Lamar, I don't know, man. Lamar what look, you saying? Insanity? Look, who you talking buddy, about? Buddy, you know it. Go on, say it. No, I, I don't know who you talking about. You know what? Because the only person I got. playing. Oh. He's still playing right like now. This LG. Who you talking about? Who? The guard. You talking about James Harden? Harden? The guard. He can't, man. He ain't so James Harden fifth all time already right now. Hey man, no. <laughs> hey, I didn't play no defense like that either. Who did? He was guarding you full court. Don't buddy, you? Don't you do this? Don't you buddy. do this? Hey, don't you I do was this? Not a defender <laughs> like that. He he likes to play Ooh. the passing lanes. Oh, so uh, oh the, the the offensive passing lanes. Oh my god! <laughs> Come on, LG. Don't do this to my boy AI. You acting like, come on, man. You said he play. All he likes to do is play the passing lane, as if that's. I an said, hey, I, I said, look, know. I said, AI is over the man. He at that fifth spot though, and he not done. No, I don't think I'm not putting James Harden in there. Well, who I, you I'm mad about. I don't know who to put, but I'm mad about James Harden because he don't really want to win. Because he would have never left OKC. Well, he would never be in this situation yeah. that he's in I don't right think he now. Has a dog. I think James yes. is one of the greatest scores we have. In I don't the think NBA, you want to win, y'all. I don't think he has that dog in him. I, no, I don't either. But I'm gonna go ahead and, and and finish out the the topic, and I'm gonna give y'all. Gosh, that brought some stress up. Boy. I'm starting. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, that that wouldn't that one kind of kind of ruffle some feathers. So I'm gonna start Michael Jordan. I am going to Ooh. bench Kobe Bryant. Ooh. I'm cutting LeBron James. Here's why. Ooh, you said cut LeBron. Here's why. Mm. Jordan, Ooh, yeah, I'm cutting LeBron, <laughs> and, and you know, y'all know how much I, y'all know how much I talk about LeBron. Uh, you know, probably the highest IQ mm. that we've seen in the NBA. One of the greatest passers of the basketball Top 10 we've scoring. seen. Triple Wait. double threat any given night. Top ten scoring, elite, out, averaging almost a triple yeah, double in his seventeenth season. We know what LeBron has done. So, here's where I'm at with it. We always say championship matters. Kobe has won five. Jordan has won six. LeBron has struggled. And if you want to talk about competition, look at the competition that Kobe had to face. Look at the competition that, that Jordan has to face. All those Hall of Famers. And not to say that the, the guys that uh, LeBron has faced are not Hall of Famers, but still. And, and, you know, you can't discredit eight finals trips in a row. But – the success that he's had or lack of success that he's had in the finals is the determining factor for me. I've seen LeBron 2011. In, in pivotal games shy away from shy away from taking that game when it's shot or try to try to pass the ball to somebody else to put the pressure on them. <laughs> I've seen him shy away from those moments. Jordan and Kobe, oh, they, they, they demand the ball. They'll be damned if somebody else shoots the ball. So, Ooh. Hey, Shred, can, can I ask you a question? This man is killing me. Oh, you want to go, LG, or you want me to go, bro? 
I just, I just want to ask him a question. Did, oh, buddy, love you, you ever heard of somebody beating a seventy-three mm. and nineteen? That's that's valid. That's valid now. Seventy-three and nine, the greatest team. I, greatest just, team. I don't I don't know. Who is that the year that ever. they came back down three to one? Mm. His first championship in yep. Cleveland. That's tough. I, mm-hmm. I told you, I, I'm I'm by no means a LeBron hater. I just like I said, the determining factor for me was his ability uh, or lack of ability to show up big. He he shows up small so many times in, in big situations. So, you know, lack of drive, lack of that dog in him, I think, is what propelled me to cut okay, Brown. Lamar, too. go I'm ahead next. and ask me what you're going to say. All right. All right, go ahead, Lamar. Yeah, LG, right, you missed uh, out because it's my Lamar. turn. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, LG on. It's a- all right, now, LG back in. Go ahead. Start over, LG. Technical. D- going in and out. All right. Uh, buddy, I, go ahead and start the, off until we get LG back on. Oh. So, you all know who my favorite team in the league yeah, is, right? Out. Okay. And I, and I will say that. Sure, Dallas Mavericks. Die, God, mm-hmm. we shouldn't have beat the Heat that year. 2011, we should, but the inability for LeBron and at that point, D Wade to step up and play a huge role on both ends of the court is the reason they lost. And that I have a problem with to, to make your point shred, even though I went separate, I went a different route. That's why I can take what you have to say and take it at face value because here I am, a diehard Dallas Mavericks fan. Y'all talk yeah. about Porzingis going somewhere else, and I start peeing my pants. Literally, they were my team, my boys yeah. were were good, but we went, we went, we had no business. Y'all had no business D-Wade, beating and LeBron, Bosh, and Wade. We did. But you gotta remember, man. Y'all, y'all beat it. Y'all beat a bunch of y'all beat some good teams. I mean, and the the thing about the Mavericks that year, they had been together for a while. That was that was the first year we we in yeah. Miami had got that. Yeah. To play around with, we wasn't ready. That's yet. my point. We wasn't. We came from. We we, we just wasn't ready. D Wade was the only one with championship experience. We just we was not ready. So I mean, for you for y'all to say, oh well, they came up small. No, man, it was just a lot that went on into it, man. People didn't want to butt heads with each other. People really didn't really understand each other. So it was just and I, and a I take lot that at face that value as well because and I that respect season, that as well. And also, that championship. Like I always so, say, I mean, guys, I'm old school, and no matter who you bring in, no matter who you bring into the house, if chemistry ain't there, mama ain't. Is the ultimate determining factor. Yeah. Is that yeah. we had more chemistry than than the Miami. That's why we beat them in the championship. Yeah, we beat a lot of teams on the way there. But chemistry plays a huge part. I agree. I agree completely. Um, let's see, we're trying to get Lamar tuned back in. Uh, but we'll go ahead and, and, and finish up. Um, Oh, just with the start bench cut. Uh, another good one. Um, start bench cut. Kevin Garnett, oh. 
Tim Duncan, Anthony Davis. Oh, Lord. Oh. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to have yeah. to just do this from, from a basketball standpoint. Yeah. I got to start. Yeah. Jimmy. yeah. KG mm-hmm. has to come off the bench, and I got to cut AD, man. AD's got to go. It's just uh, – Seeing yeah, the, the trajectory go, that he's on to – have all these stats rebounding, scoring, assist blocks. He's got to go. Yep. Yeah, because he he just ain't he ain't did what they done done already. Now at the end of his career, I might I might can change that. But as of right <laughs> okay, now, let me I, let me ask no you way. this. <laughs> Tim, Tim Duncan, the greatest. Let, let me ever. ask you this, Linwood. So if if uh, let's say Anthony Davis and the Lakers win a, a title this year, so he and KG will both have one apiece. Does does that does that change your view, mm-hmm. or is, does he still get cut and he still isn't on those those guys' level? Oh, as of right now, man, he's he, not even close. Right okay, cat. all right, I respect Copy it. Uh, but I'm gonna start Timmy. I'm gonna bench <laughs> KG, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna bench KG. And I watched the video about it. And it was about, and it was with MJ. And MJ, in so many different ways in this game where KG was talking trash to him, went at his throat, in so many ways, without saying it out loud, he said, I respect this I know what you're talking guy. about, yeah. Because KG came in there as a young pup and went at Michael Jordan's throat. Went at his throat. Went yeah. at his throat. But then at the end of the game, yep. except was up that through three quarters. Michael Jordan had 18 in, through three quarters, and then ended up with 40. And at the end of the day, he could accept, okay, this dude top-notch. I need to stop talking trash to him. But that competitive, that competitiveness that he came into that game with was, yeah, I'm young. He's top-notch. He's top-notch in the league. I've got to go at his throat, though. And I love that about KG is that he would come into the ball game. And he expected every single night anything's possible. Oh man! I mean, competitive at a, at a le- for a level competitiveness, man. Yeah, it was just so fun to watch KG play, and to I mean, just to see how he would block people's shots that didn't even count. Like, no, nah, you ain't getting that either. Just, I love it. Uh, Anthony Davis, I like. Yeah. Um, I like his skill yeah. set. My favorite thing about him is that he will catch the ball. He will take nine jab steps and put one in your eyeball from 15 feet. And I love that because he utilizes the game of basketball yep. without dribbling. But I got, I got, I got to cut him. I got to yeah. cut him. But like yeah. Linwood said, I think there's going to be a time where we have to switch up a little bit. See, and that, that's – I guess I kind of have recency bias um, just with how the game's being played now. You know, a stretch big is so vital in today's NBA. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I can cut AD. I, I think I'm going to start KG just from the fact that he's a dog. He's going to talk trash. He's going to get in your head. He's going to talk, you know, light, light his own teammates up if they need it. You know, they're not playing. Hey, he's going he's gonna to get at them. Um you know, Timmy D, Timmy D, he's laid back. Uh, I guess I'm a, I guess I'm a bench Timmy D. 
you know, the fundamental. He's got the nickname for a reason. So I, I got to bench him, and uh, I'm going to have to bench AD, even though I really don't want to. Or, excuse me, cut AD, even though I don't want to. I just uh, – with those two those two guys, I can't, can't help it. Um, three first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks, start bench cut. Oh, Tom gosh. Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. Oh, dang. Buddy. Oh, uh, Lord. I love Peyton Manning. Oh, this love, love, love Peyton Manning. That's my dog. Colts fan, UT football fan. Love him, love him, love him. But, oh, Lord. He, Drew Brees beat us in the Super Bowl that year, man. It hurt my, it hurt my feelings. Uh, let's go with, uh, let's go with Tom Brady. And I hate it because my, my brother, who, who got on my nerves as a kid, that was his favorite player. And I had to hear about it every single day. But I'm going to start Tom Brady. I'm going to bench Drew Brees because he is freaking special. Mm-hmm. And he, like other quarterbacks, mm-hmm. went and competed at a high level. Did what he had to do. And he did it. He did it. What is he, six foot, six one? He little, y'all. And he ain't, he ain't out Yeah, I think nobody. he's six foot. Six yeah. foot with cleats. So, yeah, I got to put him there. And yeah. I got to yeah. cut my boy yeah. Peyton Man. I hope he don't hear me because I know he probably close. Don't don't tag him because I love him to death. We're going to tag him in this put podcast, him in, uh, man. Him and Marvin Harrison it. on the field any day for me. But, ah, cut him. Mm. Absolutely. Got a statue up outside in Indianapolis. All right, Linwood. I know he you might throw you Brady. a zinger. You know you're going to start Brady. So, go ahead and tell us who you're going to bench or you're going to cut. You know what? I ain't, I ain't even gonna start with who I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with one of the I enjoy cutting. Peyton got to go. Manning. Yep, I'm cutting Peyton. Peyton, you gotta go. I, I I do, buddy, love, because with this team, I want to win championships. Peyton Manning ain't gonna win me no championship. So boom, he gotta go. <laughs> Drew Brees, you gonna come off the bench? Thomas, Mister Goat, Brady, Mister Leftus. Yeah, you gonna? Start I agree. I, I think we're all in agreement there. Um, I got to start Tom. Got to bench Breeze. And unfortunately, we got to cut the hometown hero, Peyton Manning. Uh, Brady's just, man, he, he, he's got it done too many times. There's, there's no question about that. And, again, Drew Breeze is just special. He's, he's not supposed to be this good. He, he didn't pass the eye test, as Lamar would say, for the, for the experts. Um, and he's, he's come out and he's, he's got a Hall of Fame career. Um, so I think we all agree with that one. Uh, last one, Stephen Curry. Oh, this might be the easiest Kyrie one yet, right here. Russell Westbrook, start bench. Uh, I'm on. I'm going Go to ahead, start, start Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bench Steph Curry, and I'm going to cut Russell Westbrook. Start. He got to get cut, man. I average I, a triple just, double, and he got. I don't get, think he's bought cut. into winning, mm-hmm. man. I don't think he's bought in to win it. And like Linwood said with my boy Peyton Manning, yeah. if I'm putting a team together, I'm putting it together with people that I think want to want to win every day. And um, Kyrie, no I doubt. don't think he want to win either, y'all, but he cold. Steph, 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 man, he changed the <laughs> game, man. I'm all the time trying to convince kids, mm. you ain't got to shoot it from half court. And it's his fault. And it's not because he shot it. 
It's not because he shot it and missed it. It's because yeah. he shot it he, and made it a lot of times. Yeah. LeBron done took after that. Y'all see that half court shot LeBron hit mm-hmm. against my, against the uh, Pelicans. Yep, yeah, they turned around and ran. That's yeah. cheating, bro. Steph started that. LeBron shooting forty footers now because Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been no. Yeah. Wouldn't have been no. Uh, logo, yeah. logo, yeah. diamond for what? He for definitely Steph, revolutionized the game. But he benched though, because Kyrie yeah. first. <laughs> Without a doubt, no, no. Kyrie gotta start. <laughs> Go ahead, Lambert. Dookie Lamb. Man, even though Kyrie, my guy. Duke alone mm. played eleven games with Duke. Man, I got your gotta championship, cut, man. Kyrie. It, it hurt me. It, it hurt me, but I got to oh. cut Kyrie, man. Mister, put it on the string. Mm. Handle so tight. He, you got to cut him. Mm. I got to. Yeah, man. I just I love West. I love he Westbrook. Is. He a dog. <laughs> he is a dog. Man. He said ninety. And Steph Curry. I'm going to just let him shoot 90 feet. As soon as they tip off, let, Curry's in range. Let him pull. Curry got the ultimate. You yeah, the head coach uh, of the Warriors. Yeah, Curry, Curry got the ultimate green light. You better not tell him it's a bad shot. You better let him <laughs> Wherever shoot. any shot is a good shot light. in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if he misses, man, somebody else. That's, uh, I don't know, man. That's, that's kind of tough for me. I, I think um, – I think I'm going to start Curry. You know, yep. again, what we just talked about, the game has changed because of him. So, you know, he's got a leg up on the league. Yeah. He, he's shooting tunnel shots, half-court shots. You see that? And you, that? you never you know when he's going to shoot. That's, a, that's the that scary part about it. That nothing to do with the game of basketball. It didn't count, yeah. but he changing stuff. Yeah. No. Man, the, the man is automatic. Green light special. He can shoot as soon as he pulls in the the parking lot. He he's in range, man. Um, so I, I definitely got to start Curry. He needs to improve his defense. I, I don't like his defensive efforts. Um, he, he's oh, definitely wow. a liability <laughs> on the defensive end, especially against a guy like a Kyrie or a Westbrook. Um, yeah. So yeah, I need him to improve his defense, but offensively, man, he, he's too much of a threat not to start. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go bench Kyrie. Um, he he's a clutch shooter, man. Um, he don't he don't feel feel any pressure. You know, he knocked down that shot in the finals. I just just watching him in the finals, watching him do his thing, going for 41, hitting the clutch shot to basically seal the deal and get that first championship in Cleveland. He's a dog. Um, so I, I'm definitely going to bench him. And I got to cut Westbrook. Man, he, he turns the ball over too much. I love the energy and passion that he plays with. But sometimes it can be detrimental to the team, especially if his shot isn't falling. A lot of times he's going to force the issue to try to get in rhythm instead of letting the game come to him. Um, and I've seen a couple games where he'll shoot his team out of the game. So got to cut Westbrook, unfortunately. All right, uh, last segment of the show tonight. It's called This or That. Heading into next season, uh, on your team, your team is in position to make a Super Bowl run. Well, just imagine the Patriots, the Colts, and the Panthers, even though they're really not, are all primed for a Super Bowl run. You're missing a quarterback. No, are you going to take not. Aaron Rodgers or are you going to take Russell Wilson to deliver you to the title? I got to go with Russ. I got to go with Russell Wilson. Oh. 
Ooh, I got to go with Russell close. Wilson because he did something special. And he doing something special in 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 uh, in uh, Seattle. I got to go with it. I can't I can't pass him up. Yeah. Okay. All right, Linwood. I agree. I, um, black athletic quarterbacks. Where's right the rap? Man, I, That's why I was excited it, about my boy. It, it's uh, good for black quarterbacks uh, yeah. right now. So, yeah, mm. yeah. No. And I mean, I I, I love Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> but man, Aaron Rodgers can't run it like Russell Wilson can. And Russell Wilson oh. has a pretty ball. Yeah, he's got a nice deep ball. He can throw it again. <laughs> where's LG when you need him? <laughs> oh man, where's LG? Man, shout out LG, man. Uh, shout out, shout out. So LG. I think I'm a, I'm in agreement. Yep. Uh, Russell, he he can dish it down the field. He can yep. drop back five yards, scramble, and and you know gash you for twenty. Uh, not to say that Rodgers can't. We've seen Rodgers do it, but. I think the past couple of years, Aaron Rodgers has kind of really regressed. Maybe it's a lack of weapons that he has in Green Bay. Um, but, you know, I just – Russell, yeah. he, he's been relevant and uh, borderline elite for the past uh, – almost since he came into the league, he's kind of left his mark. So I definitely got to go uh, Wilson on that one. All right, same situation. Buddy, your Mavericks, uh, Linwood, your Heat, and my Hornets. Uh, we ain't going to speak of that. Uh, y'all are we're all primed for a title run. You need a superstar. Are you taking Greek Freak or are you gonna Good take James Lord. Harden? Linwood. Oh stop man. playing Linwood. Stop playing. That's an amazing question. Come on. That's it. I think I'm gonna have to I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with the Greek, man. <laughs> I, I gotta go with the Greek, man. He, I, I really like his mentality right now. He is against everybody, just trying to do what he can to win. Although he has to improve his jump shot. Same boat. All right, same boat. Man, I can't same, have, same I can't have nobody on my team that don't want to play in no the defense. same boat. And I think I think James Harden has passed that time in his career. Um, but Greek man, I don't. There's not too many players in the in the league that I would. That I would pick him. That I would pick over him. Greek freak, man. Come on, Greek freak. Porzingis, Luca. Yeah. Are we from That's overseas? Tough. Tough, All man. of us. Yeah. JJ Barea gonna get his start back. <laughs> JJ Barea gonna come back in and start. The international Mavs. Yeah. That, man, that's – I don't know. I don't know. That's tough. That's tough for me. I, I, you know, the defense definitely plays a big role. But, man, I need somebody that I know yeah. I can rely on to go get me yeah. 40 at guaranteed Keyword, every, every game in the that's playoffs. It. I don't know that's that Giannis it. can give me that. Now, he – yeah, yeah, playoff time. Um, you know, obviously we know we're going to get with Giannis. But just from previous playoffs, you know, they kind of – Doubled up on Giannis, locked him down, forced him to shoot the jump yep. shot. I think the jump shot can be a liability come playoff time. Um, not not to say that defense won't, because we know James ain't going to play no defense. But maybe I, I think I might trust my coach a little bit more to come up with a game plan to maybe hide James Harden. Because, um, you know, you can foul James Harden all you want. He ain't going to miss from the free throw line. He's automatic. So I think I'm going to lean towards Harden. Uh, and just hope that I've got a coach or a coaching staff that can 
utilize the other four guys on the court to help out defensively. Man, anytime I think about Gosh. Harden in the playoffs, 27 missed threes. That's a good point. My mind. That's a good point. Um, yeah, both of them are unproven. Both of them are definitely unproven in the playoffs. But, you know, Giannis, I, if I had to give somebody more upside, I'd give Giannis more upside. I, I just think that in, in a playoff situation, you have to be able to score the basketball. And James can definitely do that. Pretty much it will. So that's why I'm going to lean towards Harden. All right. Uh, last one. Battle of the NL MVP and the AL MVP. If uh, both of y'all Yankees fans, I'm a Braves fan, you're competing for a World Series title, would you rather have Cody Bellinger from the Dodgers or Mike Trout from the Angels? Then what? <laughs> give me Mr. Give me Mike Trout. Yeah, go. Mike give Trout. me Mike Trout, man. Buddy, I need I, I need that. I just I just yeah, need man. that. I could go on Mike for days Trout. about Mike Trout. I've always wanted that to happen for my Yankees. Whoo. Give me Mike Trout. I agree. Yeah. I think I think it's gotta be Trout. Yep. Um I think Bellinger's a little more versatile. But, you know, you know what you're gonna get from Trout. Uh, assuming he can stay healthy, man, he, he's probably going to take you to the promised land. Um, that wraps up our show for tonight. We appreciate y'all for joining in. Linwood, Buddy Love, appreciate y'all. Um, everybody stay safe. Oh. Let's help get this coronavirus yep. pandemic knocked out so we get back to sports. All righty. And we'll catch yep. y'all on the next episode. We out. Definitely.